guess. Hey, Dave. Rich, hey, how's it going? Rich wanted in. Uh, Rich did, okay. Ted said he was in. Okay, Ted. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Rich. So you're packing. Yeah, well, sort of. I'm getting my stuff done that I have to get done. And I just figured I'd sit down and get it done on the computer while I'm talking to you, but I can't. I couldn't be as active as I wanted to be. I'm oh, still no problem. being one of those unfortunate things. Oh, I, I know how it goes. Hey, Anthony. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you? Okay, there we got. So here we go. We got uh, Bob, Rich, Anthony, Craig, and Dave on the Scuba Divers Roundtable. So how's everybody doing? Any Anybody getting any good dives in? I see that, Rich, you're going to Bonaire this week. Yep. So how, how many did you have yep. going with you? Ten. Ten. Oh, that's an amazing group. Yeah. Well, that's actually my most anemic one yet. Really? You normally have more than ten? It's, uh, yeah, I normally have more than ten. Wow. Yeah. So, Bob, how was Cooper River? I loved it. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, no. we can hear you. Yeah, I can oh, hear okay. you. Good. Yeah, man, uh, we had an awesome time. Uh, we got in four dives, so we just went down for the weekend. Um, but, you know, we kind of didn't. I didn't anticipate it being as challenging as it was, but it was it was really fun. Um, you know, we're pulling up to our first site, and uh, in the water pops an alligator like 15 feet off our bow, so that was cool. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, we're getting in right here." I was like, "Oh, sweet." Uh, was so that, that was, at Osprey Ridge? Was that at the uh, at the power lines? Uh, no, actually, it was. Um, oh, now I'm not going to remember the name of it, but yeah, we did that one uh, by the power lines, and I got over towards the clay banks. Uh, and that was our second dive, actually. And a big piece of clay comes falling off the side of the ridge there and lands right on my shoulder, scared the crap out of me. But uh, <laughs> it, it will do that. It was really, uh, it was really cool. We had a really good time. Good. We found uh, we found one good size one, probably three and a half, four inches. Um, but a lot of fragments, um, a lot of pieces of bone, uh, one tusk that he says was ivory. So that was pretty cool. Um, so we we found some cool stuff. Good deal. Glad you had fun. Yeah, I was uh, when you said, "Hey, can you help me out?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, here's his number. Here's how you get a hold of him. I hope he's free." So you were his second charter of the year. Yeah, that was that was perfect. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Did he have? Did he had? Did he tell you stories of the Yankees? He didn't. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We. Uh, there's a lot of cool stories that come out of that river. A lot of fun stuff. I believe it. I'm glad you had a good time. Yep. So it's kind of like a Michigan invasion. Well, <laughs> yeah, I would say that that could be a. That's probably it. So well, how long was that drive again, Rich? Was that thirteen? 15, for for us, it's gonna be fifteen hours. Fifteen hours, darn. <laughs> I drove I drove with a lead foot. It was about fifteen for me too. So we're coming from the other side of the state. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, three it's hours that, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a sports car going through the mountains does all right. It's pretty fun. <laughs> now, sports car, how do you fit gear in that? You'd be surprised where you can fit a BC and a regulator <laughs> when you don't want to drive a you know a big SUV all the way down there. Yeah, on, so. on Rich's show, he was talking about traveling, and I was heckling him in the chat room, and I, I've heard of people wearing the BCs on the plane. <laughs> yep. 
So uh, yeah. anything to avoid that uh, baggage charge. Absolutely. So, Dave, have you gotten any dives in? Unfortunately, no. Uh, the weather down here has been uh, a little bit windy. Oh. So you're, you're are staying... you going to go this weekend? Yeah, actually, I've got a group of about six people I rounded up. We're going to go up and uh, actually spend the night, give you give you a little bit more money. Thanks. Wish I could be there with you, but I think uh, I can't pass up what I'm doing versus what you're doing. As much as I like White yeah, Star Boners, just a touch better. Yeah, I don't blame where, where you. Where are you staying, I've just got to get Rich? To... Buddy Dive? I'm sorry. Oh, Buddy Rich, Dive. I, that's where I stayed. I love that place, man. Some of the best diving's right there off the reef, uh, off Buddy Reef. Yep. I mean, there's, uh, especially at, have you been there before? Yeah, this will be my sixth time. Wow, that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. That's why I said this is a small group. The biggest group I've taken was 26. Holy cow. 26? Yeah, we had, we had almost the whole resort. But uh, I've been almost <laughs> promised that if, as long as we get permission, I'll be able to do the Windjammer this year. So I'm really oh, excited sweet. about this one. Now, at Buddy Dive, the, you, you get a vehicle, right? Isn't that part of the... Yes. So yes. if you had 26 there, what is that, 13 vehicles? No, you get one... There's a quad room, so you get four people per, per suite. So that was nine vehicles. Nine vehicles. Yep. So how, how many is that in a vehicle? Because I'm picturing... That's like, four. It's that's, four. Now, they're like little tiny Toyota pickups, aren't they? Yeah, they're like, if you could picture a Ranger with four doors. Oh, okay. That's so, it, yeah. So there is seating. I just I figured you were throwing two in the bed. And... <laughs> no, no. It's, yeah, there's, it's, a, it's really a cool car. You would be amazed at what we're not allowed to have over here because of fuel economy or emissions or what have you. You'd be amazed at what the other com- countries have. I mean, these things are Nissans, but they are just amazing little co- trucks. They're... They're basically a four-foot bed with a four-door Ranger size or, or S10 size cab, but it's four doors, four full-size doors. So you can, I mean, it's they're pretty rustic, but they're really neat little vehicles. And they have the drive-through um, air fill station, which is pretty neat. You drive up, you drop a tank, you pick up a tank, and off you go. That's my dream right there. <laughs> it's really nice. You don't have to wait for, you know, uh, the boat to be ready or anything like that. So you can just hop in the water whenever you want. Yep. I like it a lot. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I should be diving uh, this time Saturday. Nice. So so you're, yeah. so when you're leaving, you're leaving tomorrow? Tomorrow night, yeah. Okay. We, um, we ended up lucking into um, plane tickets a couple years ago where we did the, um, where we, we had, it was kind of an accident, by accident. We flew in to Houston at midnight on Friday and then got on the all-nighter overnight. And we get into Bonaire at like 7 a.m. And because it's, I'm basically, it's because it's a group that I've, I've been doing the groups for so long that everybody there knows me and, and likes me and knows that I run a pretty, pretty good um, dive shop. So what happens is, is we get there pretty much all prepared and, every, and I've done the lecture already. So they ask everybody questions and we're in the water by nine. So we're nice. in the water before we're even in our rooms. So it's pretty cool. That does sound like a blast. That's that's on it that's is. on my short list. That's on my, you know, for my longer trips. That's one of the next two or three. I've got a, a condo in Costa Rica. I got almost unlimited access to any time I want to go. So I need to go down there, and then we got to go back and revisit some of our sites in Mexico, and then it would be uh, Buddy Dive. I think would be next. Yep. Every first week of May, I've done it every year for the last well, a few, so last six. So. I think it's six. 2000. What year was it? 2000. Yeah, it was 2005. 2006. Maybe it's this is our fifth year. I think it's my fifth year. Can't remember now. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's nice to be able to say that. I can't remember how many times I've gone. <laughs> no rubbing it in, mind you. I can't remember uh, how many times. Yeah, no, no uh, rubbing it in. It, it, no, you want it rubbing it in, Darren? That's my job. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, you, so you get more, more stuff. Uh, it, it, I need to fill you in on the continuing dive shop saga down here. They they did. Oh, really? They did close the uh, the original store. So now it's oh, like a, so now so now it's like a, almost an hour drive for me to their other location. Is, it, is that store looking to get rid of some stuff? Because I know a dive shop owner uh, like me that would buy it. No, nah. no. Well, they got two they got two stores. So oh, they, so they closed the one close. To well, you. they closed the one close to me, and the pro- my complaint about the other one is it was pretty much bathing suits, a kids BC, and a, you know a bailout tank was really all they had in there. But they've since I've been there, they've added, uh, they got a compressor there, and they've said, well, you can come to our house and pick up air. But, you know, it's like I don't need to be coordinating when somebody's going to be home at their house to go get air. I mean, I got six buddies with compressors if I wanted to go that route as it is. So, Right. <sighs> but just well, just so that. Don't they know that you have a nationally syndicated talk show that really <laughs> they shouldn't be messing with you like this? Well, I think what they're encouraging me to do is to start my own dive shop, which is like the the same as uh, if you if you want to figure out how to make five hundred thousand at a dive shop, to start with a million. Yep. <laughs> so absolutely. So uh, yeah, that's so that's that's it. Yeah. So uh, I like to eat too much, so I, I I can't go and start start a dive shop ex- exactly just yet. In fact, uh, remember we were talking about the uh, surfing. Uh, they've got a surf shop opening downtown that's cool so uh that doesn't say a lot for the, the doesn't say a lot for the weather when you're going diving you <laughs> come here for the best surf place you want to go to well that's what i'm thinking i'm it's like that's a, a count i guess if i did both if i surfed and scuba dove i could just you know when, when it's too rough to go out in the boat we'll go on that but we are so desperate to get out on lake michigan it's not even funny it just has not been good for it you know, it's been the rainy, windy weekends, and with gas prices uh, hitting, you know, 420 here, I don't. You know, some of our dive spots like Lake 16, that's a that that puts a dent in your wallet. You can, uh, I mean, I mean, the, we're we're paying, you know, about what I got in gas is about what you pay for a charter. <laughs> yeah, that that it, it does happen. Yeah, got to make them stay vacations. You got to go figure out where you're going. Yeah. When gas gets over four bucks, my um, the uh, quarry starts picking up. People start staying for the weekend and enjoying it. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's the only good thing about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we don't even want to go on that topic. Yeah. <laughs> a- a- Anthony's listening in. He can't talk because uh, it's about 3 a.m. where he's at right now. He doesn't want to wake uh, other people in the household. So uh, he's saying that he's going to be doing some uh, dives on the southwest coast on Sunday. Uh, he's been doing mostly inland dives the West Midlands which is in central UK that's sweet I've never been to England want to come over there and dive someday what kind of conditions do they have uh, he, he's saying whenever anybody wants to come <laughs> you better watch yeah. out you might you might have a bunch of people show up when he doesn't when he doesn't know it uh, yeah all of us in our new brand new scuba obsessed t-shirts exactly so yeah, somebody asked in the chat room. I don't know if uh, I I haven't gone and looked to see if anybody's bought anything, but I need to buy something just to see if the stuff's any good. I guess before I go and and push it too much. Yeah, I can't imagine that it wouldn't be. I mean, I know the cafe press stuff that I get for Diver Sync is really nice. 
similar similar process that because uh, I, th- I think in the glasses uh, and then Johnny you've got for the uh, uh, talking scuba you've got or scuba talk did I have it right how oh, I, I talking I, I, scuba, talk scuba. Yep. <laughs> yeah I can't remember people's names let alone show names nah, no worries uh, so uh, but th- those those look pretty good so yeah that, we we we've gone through a bunch of different stuff uh, we finally have settled on uh, a design and something we like. Uh, with a manufacturer we like. We started out with um, doing some of the online stuff and weren't real happy with that and had one company locally and um, they they made it the print on it so thick that it looked kind of weird. So finally found a company, another local company um, that's printing them for us. We got a really good deal on them um, and uh, so now we're real happy with our shirts. But it's hard to you know, buying inventory of stuff uh, when you don't know what's popular or what's going to sell and stuff like that. So um, those online retailers make it real easy for you, though. Exactly. I mean, that's been the attractive thing because everybody's been bugging me. I just, I'm, I'm so picky. I haven't gotten a design I like yet. So right. everybody's been saying, yeah, just put it out there. That's what we want. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let, we'll let some, some listeners try it out. Let me know how they like it. But, there you go. So, Rich, uh, how, how many dives a day? Can you realistically get down there at uh, Buddy Dive? Um, realistically, you can do five a day. Five. If you're not killing yourself, if you really want to kill yourself, you can do a whole bunch. But there's a great story. Um, we were down there, and I mean, I get on average if I if I do if I don't kill myself, I'll do four. Um, but they'll be an hour, hour and ten minutes each. And if I do a night dive, I'll get five, maybe six in. I think last year I only got two days where I got six in. Um, but the the funny thing is we were sitting on a night dive, and uh, we're getting ready to go on a night dive, and this guy comes out. He's in a he's just uh, he walks he walks right up out of the water all by himself, and he climbs out, takes his fins off, sits down on the bench right there next to the thing, and he looks at his watch, and he's kind of like doing this whole dance where I'm waiting for the bus kind of a dance. And he looks at his watch again, and he's kind of waiting for the bus, and he looks at his watch again, and he kind of just sits there, and he's looking at all of us getting ready, and just kind of this, I mean, if you can picture him, he's just sitting there like he's waiting for the bus. Mm-hmm. And finally, I said, are you waiting for something? Are you looking for a buddy? you want to go with us? He says, oh, no, i got to be out 10 minutes for it to town as a new dive. Oh. And I said, what are you doing? He goes, oh, i got to get 100 dives in this week, because I want to be a diver. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, so what are you doing? He says, well, I'm doing, I'm doing 20 minutes. Coming out for 10, going in for 20, coming out for 10, going in for 20, and I'll get in 8 today. Or I'll get in 10 today. Wow. And I'm like, holy cow. He wasn't trying to do 100 for the week. He's trying to get in 100 total for his logbook. And I'm like, that's just a waste. <laughs> but I guess it's part of the lineup if you really want to do it that way. Yeah, when I get, he was, he was, from, uh, he was from the East Coast. He was like, when I get back, I want to be a not instructor, a dive master, or whatever he said. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... All right, man, that's the way to do it. That's going to give you all the experience in the world to be a really good good instructor. You get out there and go ahead and have fun with that. I've seen people doing that, local lakes at Lake 16 and Baptist Lake up here. People just want to get those numbers, get those numbers. But you know, I don't think it does you all that much good spending that 10 minutes in between your dives. You, know, you could be down there learning a lot more just sitting at the bottom. Yeah. Well, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking if you really, really are going to be that way about it, nobody's going to sit there and check. No one's going to look at your computer. That's true. Not that I'm condoning it, but, man, you go out there and you do a couple of solid hour-long dives, you're going to get a hell of a lot more experience than a couple of 20-minute ones, especially if you're not doing tables in between. Right. And make your logbook whatever you want it to be at that point. If you're not going to care what your quality is, go ahead and make it quantity. 
if if I was down there, even if I was had a surface interval, I would have my body out with my face in the water. I mean, I, I would. Yeah. <laughs> there'd be. Yeah, you would know. You would not know what to do with yourself, Darren, when you can see 150 feet. When you turn out the lights and you can see where your buddy is because of the bioluminescence in the water, you would not know what to do with yourself. I'll tell you, I remember that my first saltwater dive. I had I had over 300 freshwater dives before I hit my first saltwater dive, and it was in Cozumel. And I jumped into the water, and I went went down, and I'm in a 7-millimeter top with a uh, Lycra suit bottom. This is like 1990, probably 1990. And uh, I'll tell you, you got down to the bottom, and it was just, in, what are we going to do? I was looking at it going, this is amazing. This is so unbelievable. And it's only gotten better since. I can't remember the last time I had 100-foot visibility on the surface. <laughs> Heck, I can't remember warm weather. Like I said on my show, you're only going to get four days of summer this year. If you get a, if you get a good forecast, you better get out and use it. Yep. So that should be anybody who's listening. If you get a nice day, get in the water. Yeah. You don't need a nice day. Just get in the water. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, I yeah. think I'm. I think I'm going to poison my lawn this year, so that <laughs> that should get me a couple more dives in. I won't have to mow anything. Just burn it out. Yeah. It'll just be the nicest, well, well, most well-groomed brown lawn on the entire. I'll lawn. have my own mini dust bowl going. <laughs> Well, guys, I gotta call it and head for uh, head for the packing mode and get keep going on this trip. But I appreciate you having me on. Well, thanks and, for coming. Uh, on. Yeah, hopefully, if you, I mean, if I can give myself a plug, um, it might be the most catastrophic thing next week, or it might be the most awesome <laughs> thing next week. But I'm gonna try to broadcast live from Bonaire. So we'll see if it's we'll see if it can do. It'll be Tuesday night at 8:30 if I can do it right. So hopefully, we see you guys all in the chat room there. That'd be great. Uh, I don't know, man. Third world internet connections. I mean, you went to the nation's capital and had issues with your internet oh, yeah, connections. Exactly. I mean, if, if, if there's nothing that it's well run as our government, I can't imagine how bad it's going to be in the third world. <laughs> well, I, I think it was just the CIA was cutting me off. They didn't want me to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that probably was it. But um, you guys Actually, have a good third night. World, I'm probably, you're probably better yeah, off in the third, third world than D.C. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. But hopefully it goes well. But uh, you guys have a good good week and a good weekend, and I will talk to you soon. I'm just going to mute out, Darren, so I don't disconnect okay. you. I'll talk to you guys Sounds later. Good. We'll see you. Okay, Bob, you you, uh, you you started doing the lessons, I understand? Yeah, we started teaching a little bit of scuba diving up here. Um, you know, I've done it for five or so years, uh, and then I left the dive shop I was at. And so um, now we're teaching, uh, me and Jim are teaching independently, and it's been going pretty well so far. Cool, cool. Yeah, so, it's a lot so, of fun. So what's what's your geographic market area if somebody's listening? Um, if you want uh, us to come teach you and you want to pay enough money, we'll pretty much come anywhere. But <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, times are tough. But, no, we, uh, we do a lot here. Um, I'm from Rockford originally. We're doing a lot of stuff in Rockford um, in the northern part of Grand Rapids, uh, northern Kent County, that sort of thing. Um, of course, we'll you know with gas prices the way they are, we don't want to travel too much. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've already got uh, some classes scheduled for some people down in Ohio, uh, some people uh, over on the uh, other side of the state, towards the middle part of the state, uh, some friends of mine and stuff like that. And uh, so you know, I got some stuff going on in uh, a few different places. So cool, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's great. 
I appreciate you mentioning that. Oh, I've also okay. we're also we're also working on kind of a cool project you guys might be interested in. Um, I'm doing a uh, kind of a mini documentary on the sturgeon of uh, Black Lake um, up on the you know up by Sheboygan there. So mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the call uh, to let me know uh, the sturgeon are in the river. But with this cold weather. Uh, we're waiting for about 55 degrees uh, water temperature before they're going to really start getting in there heavy. So it might be a couple weeks yet. Um, but we're going to go up there and uh, dive the holes and, and videotape some sturgeon, which uh, if you're not familiar, they're these big, you know, seven foot plus uh, prehistoric looking fish. They're pretty cool. So I'm pretty excited about that. Wow, man, that'll be that'll be interesting. Now, they only run a certain time of the year. Yep, I mean they they've got it down to a science, you know, based on moon cycles, based on water temperatures, um, where they will be, you know, just like the salmon and the sturgeon, or I'm sorry, the salmon and the steelhead, um, you know, they got it pretty much down to a science. A lot of it has to do with water temperature, um, but uh, the big runs, you know, they wait until certain moon cycles and stuff like that. So it's pretty interesting stuff, though. That's interesting. I mean, it's almost like in the Great Lakes, uh, swimming with a whale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for that—that's our Great Lakes whale. So, <laughs> well, I, I'm okay. I'm—I'm I'm glad we don't have uh, the sharks and and other things that uh, you know, no, no gators or anything that we gotta mess with. <laughs> Just snakes. Yeah. So far, and everything I, be, I I should be worried about, I haven't gotten bit by yet, so they don't scare <laughs> me. <laughs> Until I lose a finger or an eye, I'm I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, 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 you got nine more. Yeah. Well, there's, I, I always have to tell myself, don't reach in the hole because we'll be diving or, or something. I'll see that hole, and it's like, hey, I wonder what's in there. And it's like, eh, don't put your hand in there. You ever see those guys noodling down in, like, in Mississippi and oh, stuff, they call it, where they're pulling the catfish out of those holes yeah, with their that, that just That's just plain <laughs> crazy. It's like, I, do you want do you want to catch them? Exactly. I was watching guys do that last Saturday. Oh, really? On the Arkansas River, right in the middle of Little Rock. Thunderstorm. <laughs> These guys are in the river, reaching along the bank. Really? Yeah. That's be that'd be pretty exciting. That you didn't try it though. Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I actually when I was spending some time in Huntsville, Alabama, and I met a couple guys that noodled, and one guy had two fingers, and I'm just kind of <laughs> looking at his hand, and I'm like, he he finally noticed I was looking at his hand, and he said, kind of wondering, huh? I said. Yeah, you guys are telling me it really doesn't hurt when you get your hand inside and you're reaching in, grabbing gills from the inside. He said, yeah, well, sometimes the snapping turtles go in those holes, but the snapping turtles always go in head first. But sometimes you get a stupid snapping turtle. (laughs) I cannot imagine reaching into one of those holes in the bank and getting a stupid snapping turtle that didn't go in head first. Ow. There's no... There's no catfish in the world that important to me. <laughs> no. No, and, and if you think about how that how big some of those cats are that these guys are pulling out, and you're in their territory, you're in the water. No, doesn't sound good. <laughs> and some of them go down on a breath hold too, don't they? Stick um, their hand in, hold their breath, and everything. If you want to call it a breath hold, most of the guys that do that that I've watched at Noodle. Really don't have that level of fitness to really call it breath hold. <laughs> Gasping? <laughs> Probably better. But I couldn't believe those guys. In a thunderstorm, in the river. It's crazy. Well, Darwin at work there. 
Yeah, I was thinking about diving in and doing some solo diving, so, yeah. But I restrained. Crazy stuff. Well, I think we all need to go over and uh, just crash at Anthony's place. Yeah. Yeah, we, that's, that's that's kind of the goal of the show is we're going to pick up all these different locations throughout the world where we always can go and dive. And and uh, with some of the uh, guest hosts that we have coming on here, uh, it's really exciting some of the locations that they'll, they're from. You know, they're, they're diving in some of the best pl- the places in the world. So, uh, That's I just pretty want- exciting, man. I'm, I'm happy for you. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering how many times I can handle listening. Oh, yeah, your visibility was perfect and... The air temperature was 90 degrees, and so... Yeah, but those are the one out of a thousand dives. What I think you guys should do is get the Michigan Diving Podcasters together for a dive and barbecue. Oh, I, I think that's something that we're going to have to work on. I think so. Get everybody so. together and do a joint show. Yeah, yeah we'll, have to, we'll have to do that. We'll have to do something. I, I've been, I'd, I'd also like to, I'd like to get some sort of event that just draws people in, so... Uh, but still working on the locations down, at least down here. That, that, that's been uh, the challenge is just getting everything all kind of lined up. So We but, had our uh, one-year anniversary party. That went pretty well. That was, that was a good time. Uh, we had that at a local bar, of course. And <laughs> of course, shocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun, though. We had, uh, we had a pretty good turnout. We had about, I think we had about 50 people or so. And, um, but it was just a real fun time. And, Anytime you get together with divers, there's always always a good time. Yeah, I, I I wanted to head up for that. I was out of town, but that looked like a blast just from the pictures and comments everybody was saying. Yeah, we had some uh, we had some really good uh, giveaways too, so that was cool, and um, had a lot of help from our sponsors and stuff like that. So it was cool. Well, I mean that's great. So uh, you know the the thing I'd be worried about an event like that is I don't know if I've got enough listeners local. I try. How do I can everybody call in? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a good thing. Uh, that maybe that's a good reason to have a joint one because all of uh, Rich's buddies and uh, you guys' buddies and our buddies, I think we could draw together a pretty good sizable crowd, especially if we planned it around diving. You know, oh, every yeah. weekend and a cookout, like you were saying, that'd be pretty fun. And shockingly, one of the guys just happens to have access to a quarry. Yeah, that works out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I still got to get over there. I've been I've been looking at the map and I just can't come up with a day. You know, my my son's in baseball season already, and it's just hard to get out for you know that distance. But the, I'd I'd be able to drive there, get in once, and then turn around and drive back. Well, Darren, could be how, doing how old's like, your son? Uh, my Sorry. son is uh, ten. He's old enough to dive, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> uh, well, and that well, that's one of the frustrating things about this dive shop because a dive shop is the one where I got my open and my advanced at, and it's where I bought all my gear. And then they've just been flaking out. You know, what they, what I understand it's a business decision. They've got a, lot, a much larger market off to the east, and mm-hmm. so that's what they're chasing. But it just makes it tough for me. You know, for it's, it's not so far that you couldn't go and just drive an hour to go there. But mm-hmm. for, I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm an aggressive diver. I'm diving all the time, so... You know, I can go through five, six tanks in a week. Sure. And you know, at gas at four something. I mean, I I've got free air fills there, because you know that's what they that's one of the things they do when you buy a tank, you get free air fills for the year. Oh, that's and cool. I just it was actually cheaper for me to go to another dive shop and pay for air fills than it was to go down there and get them free. Wow. So that's kind of the challenge and 
and you know, then the other dive shop is nice, but we've kind of, as we've as we've talked about uh, after the show, is that a lot of these dive shops I go into, they've just kind of lost the passion. Oh yeah, you know, they have the personality of a gas station. You, know, you, you kind of <laughs> walk in, they've got the, it's the seventeen slash nineteen year old working the counter who it's like a part time job because the owners had to go and do something else, and then, yeah, you know, it just, yeah, it it needs to be better. It's not really doing great things for the sport in my mind you, know, you have to you have to get you have to start them you have to start it out incubate and they're just people aren't bringing fresh divers in yeah that's, yeah, that's I, a whole topic you could bring up because i see that all the time in the forums people talking about do you buy your stuff at your lds or do you get scuba toys because the people at your lds are they really doing anything for you oh they, they should be and and i really want to support the local dive shops I like to touch something before I buy it. I like to, you know, try it out. You know, like in the case of a dry suit, you know. But oh, yeah. what, but what, what I've got is I've got a lot of local divers in the dive club. I mean, the the average experience of the divers in the dive club is 25 years. So, yeah. I mean, these these guys, I mean, you know, a thousand dives a piece. So, you know, I've got good. You know, if I want to get training. You know, unofficial training. You've, you know, they're an opportunity. Gear, heck, uh, just the stuff, the extra they've got. I mean, you could show up to one of our dives with nothing, and you could dive. Between everybody who's there, we can equip you. Uh, and that's one of the great things about the the dive club. I mean, we had just the thing. You know, the you know, Bob, our rebreather diver, the guy who's got everything, left his mask at home. You know, somebody just goes, "Yeah, I got one." Whips it out, and they got an extra. So. Uh, yeah, and like that's what I'm, 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 you know, getting some stage bottles together, and I won't have to buy any of that. I just get it from other members of the dive club. I mean, I'll buy it from them, but I don't have to go to a store. So, yeah. So yeah, well, we, go ahead. We've. Uh, <laughs> it's funny you guys talk about that. I think. Uh, I think all the local dive shops. We've been into quite a bit of fighting <laughs> with our local dive shops. It's what we're doing, doing our own training thing. Um, you know, where I came from, he's a little upset at me, and, uh, <laughs> you know, of course. And then uh, the other dive shops were mad with who we had signed up for sponsorship on the show. And so we had pretty much everybody mad at You know, and we're lucky. We got three uh, three dive shops within, you know, 20 minutes of my house. So uh, that's obviously nice. But, you know, they're – I don't want to say anything bad. But, no. you know, they're, they're not run by guys that uh, – you know, some of them aren't run by guys that are passionate about diving. At least the dive shop that I started out in. And that guy doesn't really care about diving. And um, and they just care about making money. And not all the dive shops. I'm talking about one specific. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was difficult. You know, people go in there and they're like, they feel, uh, you know, dirty when they leave. They're like, man, I feel like I just bought a used car, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, they don't know their options. You know, they're getting into... Um, you know, a sport that's kind of overwhelming. It's not like driving where everybody and their brother drives. Uh, you know, your, your third cousin will help be a mechanic or something like that. You can get some advice. Scuba diving, you know, there's fewer and far people, uh, fewer and there's less people around that are divers. And, um, you know, we can't always go to somebody and say, well, this is this good? Is this guy leading me down the right road or whatever? So, um, you know, that's the one question he brought up about, uh, you know, do we go with Scuba Toys or go, do we go with Leisure Pro? You know, these dive shops are going to have to make themselves more impressive instead of just making these, you know, online retailers the bad guys. 
Um, you know, they should actually do their jobs and, and sell their students gear that's good and, and take them out diving. Be passionate about the sport. Like Darren was saying, you know, you guys want to support local dive shops. Uh, you don't mind spending, you know, 10% over what it might be online if you feel, you know, that community, if you feel good about your decisions. Um, so I, I don't know. I hope they come to that realization pretty soon, but it doesn't seem that they're heading down that road. No, no what, what I see the industry having is you're going to have the scuba pros and, and, and leisure, the leisure pros, I mean, where they're online only. And then what you're going to do is you're going to have, I call them like the superstores, you know, uh, like the uh, Dive Right In out of Chicago. You know, they're a local store, mm-hmm. but they also do online. So you're going to have maybe 15 to 20 of those throughout the country, and then you're going to have local. And those local dive shops have to have something. It's, it's you look at anything, even in retail, you know, whether any industry, it's about entertainment. It's about an event. People want to have some sort of excitement about doing it. And it can't be the bums rush where you walk in, they pick your pockets, and then push you out the door. Yep. And and that's what it feels like. And I understand that you know when the economy is is tight, that they're not making what they they used to. And you know people who own their own businesses, they don't they don't make a lot of money. I you know I've, I've done I've been on both sides of this, so I know how it goes. But uh, yeah, I, I've got some you know some some bigger aspirations for not only the show but other side projects so if i can get some of those to take off cuz i cause i think you can't do one you know it's gone the day where you can just op- you know rent a little spot at the mall buy your gear get a couple of instructors and then make a living uh you can't do yep. that you've you've got to expand in other areas cross merchandise uh and you kind of have to do it all yep well the dive shop that i'm doing my dm it's uh, really not too far from the house i didn't really know they were there the the wife basically runs the shop. The husband has a full-time job, but he helps instruct, and he does equipment repair on the weekends and nights. Her son, who's a local cop, opened a skateboard and paintball gun shop within the dive shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and uh, we've seen That's that. That's diversification. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've seen that, too. Uh, Holland, uh, that the dive shop there, uh, they're doing both. Yeah, yeah. Tim, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Tim. Tim uh, has been pretty successful, I guess, with that paintball stuff too. Um, you know, that was something I think his kid got into first, and he's like, "Well, I, might as well, I got the air right here. He might as well sell the guns and everything too." But um, yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta be kind of a wider. You gotta have that wider view, I guess, and get as many markets as you can. Yeah. Well, but the, the whole thing is everybody's fighting over the small pie. They need to make the pie bigger. Exactly. I agree completely. And, and I think. I think the attitude of the attitude of the LDS is what's going to bring a customer in, what's going to keep them, and keep them coming back. Well, if you uh, you know if if you ask any marketing director, you know what's the best what's the best publicity or best uh, marketing you can do, and it's always word of mouth. And a lot of these places are not you know keeping real happy, uh, keeping their customers real happy. Well, that word's going to start getting around, and uh, your business is just going to dissolve just based on your reputation. And so. The sooner they figure that out, the the longer they'll stay in business. You know, it's it's too bad what the, uh, some of the dive shops are doing with people. Yeah, yeah when are we gonna get the next Patty underwater paintball C card? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patty, you know, how how about that? Some of the articles in the news, the the Patty branding, and I and I understand that because I see that in the publishing 
industry all the time, it's really about branding. You know, Better Homes and Gardens is a perfect example of taking a a brand and then putting it everywhere. I mean, they they don't make hardly anything that you see their brand on. So I think Patty's just trying to get into that, and I don't blame them. I mean, it's going to make some revenue. I don't agree with everything Patty does, but they are not a not-for-profit organization. No, they're a profit organization. And it's a well-known name in the diving world, so why wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah but maybe. at the same time, quit sending me quit sending me the invitations to the Patty Dive, uh, whatever the hell it is, society. <laughs> <laughs> well, these these organizations like that, because I've got a lot of nonprofits who do the same thing. And what aggravates me is after, uh, say it's a nonprofit, it's a charity you believe in, and you join for a year for the 25 bucks. They must spend $20 after I've joined mailing me asking for more money and more other things to do. Yep. And and that drives me nuts. And, and uh, there's more than one where I just haven't given me money the next year. I'm just like, no, I'm not giving you anything. You know, you, you wasted half of what I gave you. Now, and they might only spend $6, but I doubt it. No. And usually when they're soliciting more, they become these multicolored hard card stock mailers that you know are costing them. Yep. 40, 50 cents a piece at least. Yeah. So is the weather on the lake been just too prohibitive to get out, or has it just been too crazy? Uh, it, it, well, it's it's been a case of during the week when it's nice, I'm working. On the weekends, I'm I can't go. It's been okay, and then when I can, it's been five to eight foot waves. So and you know we got combination boats. thereof. Yeah, we, we've got boats that will go out in those type of waves, but we. It's just no fun. I mean, you can't dive. I mean, when it's eight foot, you're just getting beat around. Plus, you, you're, uh, your anchors aren't going to hold and all yeah. sorts of other, other things. So, usually one to three. I mean, we'll do two to four, but it kind of depends on how it's trending. You know, if it's two to four building, nah, it's no it's no good. Well, here's a Lake Michigan thing for you that I probably should have thrown out earlier. You could have used in the show. May 10th, 10 o'clock, National Geographic Explorer is doing... A show on ghost, ghost ships of the lake of the Great Lakes. One of the key events on there is the finding of the L.R. Doty off Milwaukee. Yeah, that's uh, that episode. I heard about it. Uh, Sue Smith was telling me about it uh, a couple times earlier this year. Yep. And it's actually going to be aired 10 uh, 10 May. Yeah. I, I tend to miss all those shows with anybody local in, but that one is the one I think that Jitka found. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's she's. She's done some amazing diving. She's got a charter, uh, the Molly V, that comes all over. So she she dives all everywhere. I mean, uh, Milwaukee, uh, the whole west side of Michigan she'll do. She'll do Isle Royal, uh, you know, Huron. So I don't know how she does it. I, I know what she does for a living, and I know she's got the charter. But she's like superhuman, uh, the amount of dives that she gets in. Oh, and... and- I guess they're going to be offering the LR Doty later in the year. That's 320 feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Well, then that other one that the MSRA just uh, published, I mean, that's another one that's at 250. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I'm working towards that. My dive master is the next one, the next certification to get before I start going tech. Yeah, I made my mind up. I'm going to finish my DM up before I head back to D.C. And uh, while I'm in D.C., I'm going to do some DM work with a couple of the shops around there. I've already talked to two of them and uh, also start working into some tech certs. Yeah, so still got to get a dry suit. That's, got, <laughs> that's kind of the next next thing. 
Well, you're on to wetsuit season now. I've already jumped into my wetsuit a couple times. Oh, so so you're you're not one of the. We got a lot of them in the club, and they just don't even. They'll do a wetsuit maybe July or August, and then they whine about it the whole time they're in it. <laughs> no, Norton's like that. Norton, you hardly ever. Uh, Jim Norton, the co-host on my show, he hardly ever gets out of his dry suit, but. I mean, man, I, I love my wetsuit. My wetsuit went from about a 7 mil to about a 3 mil, but, uh, you know, as, as it's got compressed and older, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm holding out, hoping, uh, hoping that we get a uh, wetsuit sponsor on the show, but uh, so yeah. I don't have to buy a wetsuit, but we'll see. I think I might have to buy some wetsuits here. Yeah, that, that, was, that was one of my original dreams with sponsors to kick anything in, but uh, yep. you know, just, just not with the economy. just hasn't been. Yeah. So if so if you find one after after you've fleeced them for money, send them my way. We'll we'll go ahead and take them for the rest. But uh, well, maybe I'll maybe good. I'll do you solid and uh, I'll send you my uh, old antique OS systems. I've got a new DC that I picked up used that fits me like a glove. Just the uh, all the seals need changed in the boots because the woman it belonged to has a smaller neck, wrists, and feet. So hopefully next weekend I'll have all my parts in and uh, I'll be sitting at home changing out seals and boots and diving a wetsuit or dry suit rather that fits. And you're a little bigger than I am, so yeah, I'll send you I'll send you my old suit. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm not above taking handouts. That's that's for sure. Be about the fifth owner. <laughs> well, we we've had that. I dove uh, up at the Straits with. Uh, Somebody, uh, one of the guys in the dive club, uh, he originally was a New Jersey diver, and he kept in contact with his old friends, and he kept telling them about when we went up to Sheboygan how much of a blast it was. So we had about two or three divers from New Jersey come up when we were up there, and that's what he did. I mean, he had been diving for 20 years and had never bought a new dry suit. It was like every single dry suit he had was uh, was used. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was ever. I actually was up at White Star. I'm I'm actually doing my mapping project for my DM at White Star, which is why I've been diving the hell out of it. But uh, there was a guy up there diving a Viking rubber suit. Mm-hmm. Those are awesome suits. Have you ever dove one? <laughs> no, I <laughs> they haven't. Keep, they keep you so warm. I dove one one time. They are super warm. They are super uncomfortable, but they are very warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. At, I thought my suit was retro. I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was waiting. I was waiting for him to throw the uh, the old standard backpack on with a couple of seventy twos on it and a double hose rig. <laughs> yeah, um, Mac. That's what he he dove when he was dry suit diving was Vikings because he was a commercial diver and he swears by those. It but just did not look comfortable. It looked like he was wearing a, a tire. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you talk to people who, who had the, like the really early dry suits. It was like the Michelin Man. They made one size dry suit for everybody, and you just kind of tucked and rolled everything all together and put a belt around it. <laughs> I, I I don't want to do that anymore. That's what I've been doing with that OS systems. It's just a little bit too long for me, and just a little bit too big. And I get that air bubble in there, and I just cannot control it. Just way too much empty space. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I wouldn't know yet. I still have to get do the dry suit. I've got I've got an open invitation whenever I go to Rich that he's gonna try and talk me into a whites. Oh, yeah. Don't do it if you put on a whites <laughs> and dive a whites. Um, I dove a fusion last year and I'm still I've been putting my pennies in a jar. Wow, it was it was almost like diving a wetsuit. Oh, so that's why it is the dive is because you're gonna want it. 
Yeah, exactly. It it remarkable. It fits so perfect, and it just moved like a wetsuit. Oh, that's what I'm afraid it of. Was, yeah, you don't you don't want to do that. <laughs> I I dove one when it uh, and I didn't have enough thermals under it, but it was definitely it dove really well. But did you guys think it was warm enough? Like, do you think uh, maybe you just have to add a lot more undergarments? But was it? I guess I'm used to a more of a neoprene or a crushed neoprene suit. Um, I didn't think it was as warm as my crushed neoprene or anywhere near as warm as that. Yeah. Well, well I, probably not. I dive a trilam, and uh, with the trilam, the suit is nothing. It's all your undergarment. Yeah. With the crushed neo, you're getting that insulation from the suit itself, so you wouldn't right. need as much undergarment. Yeah, I, I tend to pile on a lot of uh, a lot of undergarment, and I've got some pretty old undergarments. I'm slowly upgrading to the fourth element because I really love their products. But, Did you uh, see their new their new suit that makes you look like a superhero? It's got like the the chest. Oh it's yeah, got those collapsible you know uh, cells inside of it. It's a pretty cool looking suit. Yeah, yeah. I, I I tried on some of Fourth Element stuff at uh, Scuba Fest, and uh, luckily my wife was with me. <laughs> Otherwise, I would probably be diving Fourth Element undergarments right now. Oh, I know a lot of guys who do the who who love the Fourth Element. Well, they're incredible. They're not really bulky, but they give you, you can just, when you just put it on, you can just feel the warmth. You can feel the insulation. And that's the secret. If you, know, if you get a whole bunch of air in your suit, it becomes kind of hard to manage. But uh, that fourth element stuff is the bomb. That's who you need for a sponsor. Oh, yeah. Johnny, we get you back? Yeah, I'm here. Wow. <laughs> you came back in the amount of time. It's kind of like watching the bomb go off. I don't know if you've, you've <laughs> experienced that with Skype. It's like you get like the little warning. It's like, oh, we, we seem to have a problem. I don't know why when you're in a call a call group, it can't mm-hmm. go, oh, we just lost one person, but it will kill the whole call. <laughs> and then so that so you, you, we get about 15 seconds, and the, the, the timer was ticking, and you made it back just in time. <laughs> cool. Hey, I got to ask you. I got to ask you. Uh, I see on your set you've got the bottle of Jeremiah weed back there. We do. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to it right now. <laughs> have you guys really tried the Jeremiah weed? Yes, we have. <laughs> we we have oh. tried. It. We uh, we did it uh, down when we were down in Gilboa is where we bought it. Um, one of our one of our buddies, uh, Foz, that dives with us all the time, was uh, in the National Guard, and um, he, he has this whole song about about Jeremiah weed and all this, how the fighter pilots drink it and stuff like that. <laughs> so he bought yeah, us. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the name of the band is Dos Gringos. Yes, yes, yes. We we won't discuss the names of some of their other songs. I'll just say, <laughs> go to their website and you can download them. Uh, Darren, if you haven't if you have never heard of them, uh, Google Dos Gringos and uh, okay. they've got some interesting uh, interesting songs. And some of them are more applicable if you actually work around that stuff. But uh, some of them are pretty pretty humorous, even if you don't. But, yep. Yeah, I work around a lot of Air Force guys, and uh, they. Okay. And, Gave me the indoctrination to the uh, Jeremiah weed. Have you tried? I kind of laughed. Oh, uh, unfortunately, there was one evening where somebody brought a bottle out of a freezer um, late in the evening, and we'd been partaking for a little while. Sure. And where normally the tradition is, you pass around everybody takes a slug. Well, no, I wasn't that smart. I consumed a copious quantity and uh, regretted it. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't stomach that stuff. My, my the producer of our show, Johnny, he loves that stuff, but 
Uh, yeah, myself, not so much. I can't, I can't drink that stuff. I'll stick to beer. Nice. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to have to uh, close out of here. I'm going to finish packing my clothes up okay. so I can get in the car and get the hell out of Arkansas. <laughs> I've got a final exam in the morning at 7 o'clock, and then uh, when that's done, I can load up and start driving north. Okay. Well, I think I'm, I'm going to get going, too. Thanks, thanks guys, for coming on. Thanks. Uh, I almost called you Johnny because that's what came that's up. That's right. Pick Bob. <laughs> yeah, no worries. It's good to hear from you guys. Yeah. Nice to hear from you. Talk to everybody later. All right. All right bye. Catch bye. you next week.